You're listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast, brought to you by D-Souls Productions, LLC. Hey, D-Souls Productions Legacy and D-Win Legacy, I love your focus on the family, my brother. You know, the problem is politics is going to kill us all. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. If you look at what he's charged with, Stone and the indictment, it's all procedural crap. It's all stupid. It's smoke and mirrors. It's, they get something in the newspaper to keep the, the daylight off the fact that the investigation hasn't found anything of substance. But that's okay, it's all peace. It'll all come out in a wash. I'm not too worried about it. But I did want to uh, say good morning to you, my friend, uh, from Mr. As I said in my previous message, you know, I was uh, just saying uh, good morning for one, you know, and I would howl out my good morning, but I, I found that there are certain people like yourself and a very dear friend of mine who uh, would rather refer to that good morning as a uh, a yeti mating call. So, um, I, I will spare you in the ears of your, of your fine, fine listeners from my good morning howl, but I will say good morning to you, my friend, because I am Mr. Good Morning here on Anchor. Uh, as, and now that I have an app that works again, I can call in and say hello to my dear, dear friends and how I've missed calling in to you and reminding you that today was brought to you by Waffles, Pancakes, leaving you flat, Waffles, the sexy pancake. Welcome back to another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast, and I want to take this time to thank everyone here on Anchor and all the people all across the world listening to my podcast on other streaming platforms for taking the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. Uh, I want to take this time to thank all the people that reached out to me during this past government shutdown, and it was a very humbling experience knowing that there are people who actually care okay um, but I turned a lot of people away uh, because um, I was doing pretty much okay and I told a lot of people that were reaching out to me to help which I, I believe you people I really truly appreciated that but there were a whole a whole lot more people that were in need I was trying to help as many people as I can. I mean, I had my struggles just like anyone, anyone else, but from what I was seeing, I was doing better than most. So I just, I just thought it was important. I said, hey, you know, take your resources and go help somebody else. I even turned them on to some people that uh, needed some help. But uh, it was a very humbling experience, and I just want to say thank you from uh, deep down in my heart for, for, for doing that. I really appreciate that. Now, in saying that, uh, people have to understand that, see, I, I've, I've been working 
before the government. Like I said, it, it, it'll be going on uh, 17 years come April 7th. So I've been through these shutdowns and I pretty much know how to prepare myself for them. And it, it's just not, it's just not working for the government, but just working a job, period. Okay. And me myself, I have two type of mindsets. I have the working mindset, working for someone else, and I also have the entrepreneur mindset, making sure that I'm thinking ahead and prepping myself for the future. So if something happens, I'm pretty much set. Comes to my bills, I always try to pay like a month ahead, so that gives me some breathing room in case something goes down. Gives me a little time to, you know, rethink my situation and make moves accordingly. But not everyone can do that. But I just feel that we should always put ourselves in a position where that we take care of our our business first, because a lot of people I see, you know. They, they get into a dramatic situation when it comes to their finances and then they get all dramatic and they panic when something happens and, and but then you know when, when nothing's going on you know they're going to the mall they're going shopping they're going to the club on the weekends they partying they're drinking and they're smoking having a good time there's nothing wrong with that you know you, you want to go out and indulge having everybody you know we have our little things that we do that's that's cool but i just think it's important to first sacrifice a little time first take like six months and just put a little bit of money away for a little while because what you're going to find is that it feels better to go out and treat yourself and have a good time or having fun whatever you're doing knowing that you handled your business first it's a it's a it's such a better feeling knowing that you handled you, you took care of things so that in case something happens, you yourself and your family are okay. Now, getting into this podcast, I'm calling this one Divisional Politics. And this is something we experienced, especially in regards to this, you know, these issues that we're going back and forth with each other in regards to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, these politicians that we are dealing with in Washington. Now, me, myself, and growing up, I, I never found myself feeling like I needed to join any type of group or, or organizations. Now, we've all experienced like having to go through peer pressure. You know, you, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you have peer pressure, and you know, people trying to push you to drink and smoke and party and all that kind of stuff. But even in that, as you get older, you get more, more mature, and you really figure out what's best for you. And, and in saying that, it's funny because uh, just not too long ago, I was in town. I was walking in town. I was walking across the street. And one of my friends I used to hang out with was driving by. And he stops, and, you know, it's like, you know, it's smoke coming out the windows, and he got a big old thing of beer in his lap. And I'm like... Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, D? Uh, I was like, man, what are you doing? He said, oh, man, you know me. I'm just doing my thing, man. I was like, yo, man. I was like, be careful, man. And I said, we're getting too old for that. You know what I mean? And this is funny to me because, you know, we'll do those type of things, you know, especially in these days and times we're living. And we, for, like I told him, we're getting too old for that. But then when, a, you know, the cops pull us over, <laughs> you know, we have a nerve to, you know, 
arguing, bigger with the cop. You know, why do you think you got pulled over? I mean, you're you're making it so obvious, you know. And I always felt it was best to look. If you're gonna do all that, do it at home. You feel a whole lot more comfortable at home. I'm not telling anybody to go out, you know, under the influence of alcohol or whatever you're doing, going out driving. But if you have to do it, do it at home where you feel more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Then go out. But it's really best to just keep you behind home. But what we are experiencing right now in Washington, and like I talked, like I just, you know, I've always talked about and always tell people that I don't get myself caught up in Democrats or Republicans or independents. Because as I mentioned before, they're pretty much on the same team. Now, everybody's getting all worked up and all these different issues that we're dealing with, with this current administration. Now, I've gotten to a lot of heated debates and arguments with people because I was telling people, especially black people, I was telling them when Obama was in office, I told everyone, I said, if you do not hold Obama Obama accountable for his administration, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised of what happens to you in the next administration. And not now, not even knowing that Trump was even going to be in office. But I was warning people: you better watch out. Because we did not hold Obama to a high level of accountability. And what a lot of people don't understand, see, this is this is what kind of pisses me off. We don't look at anyone's politics, their policies, what they're signing off on. We don't look at the executive orders and all the bills that are being passed in legislation. You need to, it's right there for you to read. See, they don't feel that you're going to go behind them and check up on them. Because we don't understand that. See, it's gotten to the point where we don't understand that they work for us. We don't work for them. And I was telling people, hold Obama accountable. But no, we fell for the trick of, uh, you know, I'm going to vote for him based on the color of his skin. We learned a valuable lesson in that. Because right before Obama got into office if everybody can remember when Bush Jr. was leaving the scene we were on the edge of revolution people were pissed off they were fed up but they threw Obama in there and everybody went ah, got comfortable felt good see they did the okie doke on you and everybody was like oh you know well maybe things aren't so bad they put a black president in office that's another podcast for another day because as we all know he he is not he wasn't the first black president but we get so caught up in these politics with these politicians and it's funny because I was watching a movie the night before last called uh, Widows and I saw something in that movie that triggered my mind talk about this on this podcast because okay the, the two main stars were I think it was, her name was Viola Davis she was the wife that played in uh, with Denzel Washington and Fences and uh, I think it's Liam Nielsen 
and they were husband and wife. They were an interracial couple. And they had a biracial son. And their son was murdered in the movie. But that particular scene in that movie was very interesting to me. Now, this movie was made in 2018, okay? Now, their son was using their car for the evening. And uh, I guess he had drove off with something in the car that they needed. So they called him up and told him, say, you know, you got to come back to the house because you have something in the car that we need. I don't know if any of you guys saw the movie. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I just want you to pay attention to this, this one scene I'm talking about. So I got him on the phone, and he's driving, he's gets a nice convertible, you know, red Mercedes. And, um, you know, uh, Liam Neeson's like, you know, son, you got to come back to the house and drop that back off for us. He was like, dad, you know, I already missed, like, half the game. And, you know, he was getting upset because he had to drive back to the house. And they finally convinced him to drive back to the house. So he makes a U-turn in the intersection. Now, there's a cop sitting there, Okay. Now, he makes a U-turn. The cops pull up behind him, pull him over. But what I noticed when they pulled him over on the right on the right side of him on the street, there was like, I think it was about 10 to 15 posters of Obama on the wall. And they were in Stalin style, the red, white, and blue ones. And I'm sitting there watching like, hmm, why would they put that in <laughs> Subliminally, you know, because they're always attacking your subconscious when it comes to movies if you're really paying attention. And I said, this movie was made in 2018 and they made it a point to show you that, right? And the reason why they were showing you that because this particular scene had to do with these policemen pulling their son over. Uh, they, they got out, the two policemen got out the car, they started to walk towards the car. And it was like, you know, let me see your hands. And he starts fumbling around with his phone. So he drops his phone in the passenger side. So when he goes to reach for his phone again, they draw their weapons and they open up on him. Now, the reason why I brought up Obama, that you should have held him accountable, is the reason why I'm going there. Because that particular scene dealt with what we was dealing with in the Obama administration. When it came to police brutality. Now, I want to ask you a question. Did you notice that during the Obama administration, that's when we had a heavy dosage of police brutality against young black men? Did you notice that? I thought it was very funny that here's a movie that was made in 2018 and they had that particular scene in there it was being thrown in your face because this movie was made during the Trump administration and now look what's happening now Trump is two years in and we are losing our minds going back and forth Oh, I'm on this side. Oh, I'm on that side. And they're causing tremendous divisional strife between all of us. We're fighting with each other. And like I said before, I mean, we don't understand that 
what a president signs off of, he signs off on, it takes about eight years for those bills of legislation to go into effect. So the things we are witnessing now are pretty much what Obama signed off on. And the things that you see Trump signing off on right now, you're going to see in 2020 and beyond when the next person is in, is in office. <laughs> they may re-elect him. He may be in office for another four more years, but it's yet to be seen. But there's a lot of division going on, people. And we need not to get caught up in that. This is a critical period in time where we need to really take the time to think for ourselves. It's so easily to get caught up in emotions. You don't want to get caught up in emotions, especially when it comes to politics. You want to use simple logic. And I'm just watching a lot of people, they, they're so easy manipulate, manipulated. It's a shame. That we have to sit here and witness so much pain. Because we're picking sides, we're choosing sides. You first better make sure you understand how to take care of yourself first. And we need to stop putting other people up on pedestals, especially when it comes to our politicians and celebrities and sports athletes. Especially when it comes to our black people, and this is what pisses me off about our culture. See, other races and culture, see, we have to understand that when it comes to government, you don't work for them. They work for you. And other races and cultures, what they do is they they I mean we pretty much are in the same boat. We're we're pretty much being lazy as far as uh, holding people and politics accountable but other races and cultures that have a level of stability and they have a code in their culture they put the person that they want into office and then when they put that person into office they go to them and say this is what we want especially come to our black people we don't do that we don't hold people accountable and we wonder why we're being trampled on right now it's important that you really take the time to think for yourself first and don't get so caught up in these political backs back and forth you have to understand that first of all these people are all on the same team did you notice like almost 10 to 15 years ago how most of our politics you know, politicians in Washington, they was making like close to 150000 200000 a year. But then all of a sudden, their salaries jumped up to like 400000 500000 Now we're to the point, most of them are millionaires. Some of them, and there are billionaires. See, they have gotten off the basic principles of working for the people 
And just like with Trump, he's not fooling anyone. I mean, he's for these major corporations. He's going to do everything in his power to put the major corporations in position what they're doing right now they're moving back into the United States but we have to really take some time people to first think for ourselves make decisions for ourselves and do what's best for ourselves and our families and the generations coming up after us so do yourself a favor for yourself and your people don't get caught up in this mix and don't find yourself falling for this divisional politics this is the D-Win Legacy Podcast take care and be safe peace want to contact me or send in a request for a particular topic you want to hear on our episodes, you can reach me at dsoulspro at gmail.com. That's dsoulspro at gmail.com. We'll be right back after this short break. We have to pay some bills. You are listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast, available on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. up another episode of the D win legacy podcast. And I want to take this time once again to thank everyone for taking the time to listen in. 
I want to also give a huge shout out to Michael Conway, the Illuminarch, for chiming in on how he feels about how politics is going to kill us. And if we keep heading down that road, following behind them, uh, believing in one side against the other, that's definitely what we're going to do to each other. Kill each other. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, the, the talking points and the arguments are really getting out of hand. I actually saw... I forgot, I think it was Fox News, and they were discussing uh, the new abortion law in uh, New York City. And I forgot the two uh, newscasters, or it was somebody doing an interview on that show, uh, what was it, yesterday morning or something like that? And they were literally about to go at each other's throats. They said they was about to get into a fight in regards to this abortion issue. But that'll be another episode for another day. Until next week. We'll do another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. Until then, take care and be safe. Peace.